0: This is your mind. This is your life. This is your time. This is your life. This is your mind. This is your world. Yes. Yeah. How long has it been since you got to think for yourself, think, think, think for yourself? And how long has it been since you've had some time for yourself, unwind
1: with yourself? You can do anything. Welcome to the Replenish Me radio show, where we help women, but especially moms, to get from chaos to calm with strategies that really work for successful women, like my guest today, Miriam Jordan. Miriam Jordan is an old but very dear friend of mine. We've known each other since elementary school and now she is a successful health and fitness life coach her mission is to help people reach their health and fitness goals by using the tools of working out at home nutritional supplements meal plans and online accountability groups she's a wife and mother of three children and knows the importance of leading a healthy lifestyle for both herself and her family like most moms Miriam struggled to get her pre-pregnancy body back for years after her children were well past the baby stage, seeking an answer by trying all the latest diet and fitness trends. She still struggled struggled tremendously with finding a lasting solution to improve her health, lose the weight she wanted, and keep it off. And now she has come to find a solution that's worked for her and has lost over Thirty pounds, come down several dress sizes and lost several inches, and she's in the best shape of her life. Welcome to the show, Miriam. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Cordelia. It's so good to be here with you today. Thanks so much for inviting me.
1: Wonderful. I'm glad you accepted and had some time. So you, um, tell me a little bit of the backstory, how you transition from having your struggles with the weight loss and going for the latest trends and then finding your solution and deciding to help others
0: right well you know as you said in my the bio thanks for sharing that with everyone um i just had tried so many things and i was so frustrated you know i had i would get a little bit of success
1: go an inch
0: and then you know then 10 inches back i was i was really okay on the sort of the fitness side i mean you know i did crossfit classes and different spin classes at the gym and things like that. And I found a little bit of success with that, but my nutrition had not changed because I didn't know how to change it. I didn't know what to do. And so, you know, when I found a program that sort of brought it all together and just, you know, it was like full circle, a really aha moment. So, you know, it was the home workouts, you know, was one component and then meal planning, meal prep, you know, how to do that, how to eat clean, how to not eat out of boxes and, you know, packaged foods and even adding nutritional supplements. So that all of those things really were like the perfect perfect marriage for me to find lasting success. And I, it's just been so exciting for me and even my family. I mean, I try to incorporate these meals with my kids and my husband and that's gone well. They've gotten, you know, they feel, feel more energy and gotten some results even, you know, minimally themselves. They're not really trying to, you know, change it anything, but just sort of by default. I mean, just really this this whole, you know, sort of lifestyle of health is really to me, you know, based around nutrition is the most important piece. Of course, the activity comes after that. But I think just finding it all together um, really helped me to be successful.
1: That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that your family is being part of the process too, because a lot of women are like, I got to cook two meals, you know, it's like something for me and something for them. That's really great that they're supporting you in that way.
0: Yes. Yeah. And to be honest with you, that's kind of how it started out, honestly, because I was so strict about my meal plan. Like I didn't want to deviate, but I was like, okay, I don't know if they're going to like this. So I'll prepare something for myself, you know, that wasn't on my plan. And then I would prepare kind of what I'd always been preparing for them, which was not necessarily so healthy you know, just, what you know, things that I grew up on, um, that type of thing, eating. And so, re- you know, probably in the last six months, I've been really incorporating trying to feed my family what I'm eating. And so, you know, if, even my kids are like more alert at school and more focused, and it's just made a great difference in the whole family's life.
1: That's beautiful. That's amazing. I'm so happy to, to hear that. And, um, you know, our children are really important. A lot of um, them are growing up you know, like you were saying, just not eating what they should be eating. And now you're showing them by your transformation how easy it is. Yes. So, oh, wow. yeah. You know, when we met in grade school, you know, but we met, we, we lost touch for a lot of years, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we found each other back on Facebook, I think. So what else are you doing above and beyond this business? I know you've got some nonprofit stuff that you do.
0: Right. Yes. I do also um, work for an international nonprofit as well. Um, So my coaching business is something that I'm doing on a part-time basis um, at this stage that I'm hoping to build, you know, to be a full-time income at some point. But, um, you know, just a little bit of background about me, you know, I went to high school in Atlanta, Georgia, and then college in Washington, D.C., and then I lived abroad in Japan for three years and taught English there. My major was international affairs, so I, um, you know, have traveled um, ar- around the world and currently work for an international nonprofit organization, so um, right now with my coaching business, it's largely focused, you know, U.S.-based, um, but I really hope to expand that even internationally as well, and social media does make it easier to reach people outside the U.S. as well, so. So I, you know, I, I, I do, I'm so grateful for the background I have because I think that it, it will even take my coaching business worldwide at some point. That's my goal.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think that you can do that. So, um, what's your favorite passion and gift that you want to share in your business?
0: Right. Well, I think, um, I think I have a gift for, um, diplomacy, <laughs> um, <laughs> This, and sort of being uh, a thinker who can sort of look at two sides of something and, uh, you know, see, see an outcome um, that could benefit both sides, maybe. So I think just being a diplomatic understanding that as I work with people from various cultures, they may have different approaches. I may have to make some adjustments in my business to serve their culture or to serve their community. Um, successfully. So I think just um, having a diverse background the way I, I feel that I have, I went to always went to very diverse schools my whole life. Um, you know, never just went to a one, one race school or anything like that. And so I just think having that experience of um, the diversity and, and actually one of my third grade teachers told me that I had the gift of diplomacy, well told my mother that I did. At that time, I didn't even really understand what that meant. And I was like, okay, that's, I don't know what that is. But but now <laughs> I understand it. And, you know, even um, in college, you know, I uh, majored again in, um, I was in the foreign service school. And so obviously there's a lot of diplomacy tied with foreign service. So it's just sort of something that's followed me um, even to here, you know, in the nonprofit work that I do and even into this coaching business, I think that it's a gift that I can share with others. And even as I build my team, hopefully other people may be interested in doing the same thing that I'm doing And I can show show them how to be diplomatic in conducting their business as well.
1: So you talk about um, being um, exposed to many different cultures. One thing that we see a lot, right, in the um, fitness and nutrition industry is um, eating boring food. So have you figured out or have you worked with people that want to hold on to their ethnic food? And how do you deal with that?
0: Right. That is an excellent question. Honestly, I haven't gotten to that place yet, you know, where, where people are sort of having that complaint of, you know, this is all fine and great, but, you know, my meal plan, but, you know, the foods that I eat are so different from this. This is not what I want to cook, but that's a great challenge that you've offered me um, to do that. So, so that's definitely one way I could incorporate, you know, reaching other cultures, you know, how can we make this a Moroccan style dish and how we can make this Japanese or something like that. So, Uh, That's a really good point. Um, You know, most of the the meal plans that I offer are, you know, pretty typical kind of American food, but, you know, with an alternative of, you know, how can you clean it up and and make it healthy um, so far, but, you know, definitely some Italian in there with the pastas and things like that, and, you know, substituting making zucchini noodles versus, you know, actual pasta noodles, that type of thing, and, you know, clean pizza, stuff like that. So a little bit of Italian, but not, I, you know, not really other cultures that I can think of are at this point are incorporated.
1: That's good. That's good though. But, you know, at least you're open to that. So anyone in the Atlanta area who's interested or, you know, needs more direction can reach you how?
0: Right. So, um, I am on social media as, as we reconnected a few years ago. So, um, on Facebook, I do have a, a likes page. It's just facebook.com slash strong. Instagram and Twitter, um, well, actually, they're different, so let me go one at a time. Instagram, <laughs> instagram.com slash naturalistastrong. And um, Twitter is naturalistrong. So it's it's like natural, the letter I, and then strong. Okay. They can also email me the old-fashioned way. <laughs> and, uh, naturalistastrong at gmail.com and my website is teenbeachbody.com/naturallysestrol as well.
1: Okay. And all the links to contact Miriam will be underneath the the video on YouTube and the link for the radio show also. So, um, those are the ways to connect with her. Now, life throws us curveballs,
0: <laughs> right? It does. I've,
1: I've had plenty of
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: what do you suggest to your clients to stay encouraged, you know, like they've been going along your program, they've been doing it right. And then like they're stuck taking care of their grandmother, you know, in Alabama right. and don't have access to their stuff. So what do they do?
0: Right. Well, that's an excellent question. And even I have succumbed to life happening to me and, you know, having stuck in my meal plan on a given day or something like that. And I, and, you know, at the beginning of this journey, I really would like beat myself up a lot and I would be like, Oh my gosh, I failed again. And I don't know, I'm just going to quit. You know, like I obviously I haven't quit, but you know, I would have days that I felt like quitting and you know, I'm just going to eat whatever I'm going to eat the most horrible thing because I'm just going to like punish myself because I can't do this. I mean, really that's what I would do um, sometimes. And then I really got to a point of just, you know, really reading books and different things that are, are like feeding my mind in positive ways. And just encouraging me that we all make mistakes, but uh, tomorrow's a new day. You you just get up and you try again. Um, I mean, it's definitely you're, you're busy, you're running errands, you're out, you're, you know, something like, yeah, you're caring for a sick loved one who has time to meal prep and all that stuff. And so I, you know, really keep things simple by, you know, sometimes I'll buy a rotisserie chicken, And just, you know, eat that throughout the week and just, you know, cut it up and do different things, put it in salads, do different things with it. You know, Greek yogurt, if you're on the run and you need to run by the grocery store instead of going to the drive-thru, pick up some Greek yogurt. I mean, boiled eggs. I mean, this thing does not have to be complex. And I'm sure your grandmother has eggs in her refrigerator. You can boil some eggs and that's like a, you know, quick portion of protein that's healthy that you could have. So... Um, you know, there's just so many things. I think people just overcomplicate it and think they have to make this gourmet spread of this beautiful salad that has all the colors and then they get stressed out because that's a lot when life happens, maybe on a Sunday or Saturday on the weekend, it's calm. You may can do that, but most days people can't do that. Um, so, you know, some tips would just be to take one day of the week, like a Sunday, go shopping, plan out all your meals, and then you could literally prepare everything for the whole week. That's an option. I mean, although that is time consuming as well. But then at the same time, when you do trip up, you do make mistakes, you can't do any of those things. Just start over the next day. Just, just try again. I mean, what I've learned is that consistency um, and just showing up and doing your best every day, whatever you can do really is the key to success in this.
1: I like that. Start over the next day. Try
0: again. Yeah. Oh, I, we always have a, a new day. Like No matter what this day has brought us, there's always a new day.
1: And that's really true. Like beating ourselves up. You know, I always talk about sweet talk. Right. And yes. I, I like that you reached out, you know, to get some help in the form of books, yes. um, because a lot of people don't have a supportive inner circle. Right. They have friends that are like, Oh girl, just go to Chick-fil-A. Right. But, right. but you were like, you know what, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to go and get something to really feed my mind and feed my soul. And so that I can be my own best friend. That is, I love that. That's excellent advice. And I like also the taking one day out of the week to, to support your meal planning. That That is, uh, these are really great ways. And, you know, because a lot of people talk about how we are the sandwich, um, what do you call it, generation, right? Where we have our little kids and then we have our parents that we're taking care of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, people have older relatives or extended family they're taking care of. So um, it is a lot. And just, you know, making sure that you're taking care of yourself is just one more layer to that. But this is why, right? I mean, flexibility and balance is really important because you can't spread yourself thin. So what are some tips for staying flexible and keeping that balance of self-care?
0: Right, right. Well, um, I think I don't know. For me, the word balance is a little bit challenging because I because I used to put so much pressure on me that I had to, you know, do everything 100% in all these different areas at the same time, (laughs) and so for me that's really stressful. And I've learned to just prioritize prioritize things. Um, You know, you have to prioritize things. You also have to delegate things. You know, if you have children or other people in your home or friends who can, you know, take something off your plate and do something for you carpooling with other parents, you know, when your um, kids have events, things like that. I mean, you really have to just sort of evaluate all that you're doing. And is all of this necessary relevant. Is it benefiting me? Am, Am I benefiting others in doing this or am I just running myself ragged, trying to do way too much? So I just think we have to be the best we can for ourselves always present and, you know, serving others as well. But I think we have to sort of take an inventory of all the things we have going on in our lives and and prioritize things and and delegate to other people. And then some things we should just eliminate, quite frankly, you know, (laughs) binging and the mindless scrolling on social media. You know, most of us do that, but, you know, you can, and you tell yourself, I don't have time for this and that. Well, if you really take an inventory and, add up the hours of the day that you're doing these things, you'll find some time that you didn't know that you had. So, um, yeah, that would be my advice on that. I like that,
1: that, you know, let's, I want to talk about you, you gave so much wealth there. So one thing, a lot of people do struggle with that word balance. And I like the way you sorted it out for yourself to make it where you're going to prioritize and be present, right. For yourself first and then for The other things that need your attention. And then once you assess what really needs you, delegate what really doesn't need you. I like that. And, you know, um, those are very, very key points. The other thing um, that you said was what did you say? In the beginning. (laughs) In the
0: the question of balance?
1: Yes, yes, in the question of balance.
0: Right. Um, I don't know. I, well, I mean, just to sum it up, I, I just don't think perfect balance is possible <laughs> and, yeah, you know, yeah. you, um, in, in terms of what's worked for me. So it's, so it's just, like I said, just listing out those things, taking an inventory of what you can have, like literally just cut out of, of your life because there, we have some time stealers and time wasters um, that really are no, no benefit to us at all or to our loved ones. And, and we just have to put them aside and be, and do a little bit of soul searching and growing up and, and point and just, you know, point at yourself and say, okay, I need to make these changes.
1: So with that, what would be the three main takeaways that you want people to get out of our conversation today?
0: Right. Um, so I was thinking about this, you know, quite a bit and really, I, you know, This fitness journey that I'm on, my health and fitness journey, to me, is like a metaphor for life overall. I mean, there's so much that I've just learned about life in general um, through the ups and downs of fitness and, you know, making goals and then losing them and then getting them back again. And the fact that I'm not done, I'm still working, you know, toward final fitness goals that I want to achieve. But I would say patience. And I think uh, is is the first thing. Um, That's why I failed so many times before in trying to find something is because I wasn't patient you know, I'd go to like CrossFit class and I wanted my body to look different in like two weeks. You know, I mean, that's like ridiculous. You know what I mean? People, when you see people on the street and they look really in shape and fit, they've been doing that for years. That's not something that they just started last month or six months ago. And so I really you know, the more I got into the fitness community and saw that, you know, people who I really admired, you know, for their fitness, you know, most of those people have been doing this five and more years. And so how can I expect to look like them in six months, you know, so 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 it's really taken a load off um, to say, I'm just going to be patient. You know what I mean? It takes nine months to grow a human in, in your stomach. It's gonna and I've had three kids. So I've done that three times. And and you know if you're really trying to reshape your body or or maybe to put it in a shape that it's never been in you know if you have like some some really high uh, fitness goals then it just it just takes time and you know the bottom line is just be patient with yourself it's that's that's one and you asked me for the three takeaway though right yes. I have two more. Um, so then, the second one would be um, just to be consistent and disciplined. And that, you know, that's easier said than done because every single day I'm not eating perfectly and not, you know, doing my workout perfectly. I mean, even some days when I do work out, I, you know, I, have, I just feel tired or I, you know maybe I didn't get enough sleep the night before, so my performance in my workout is not going to be as if I just had eight hours of sleep and you know, all this energy and ate right perfectly the the day before, then I'm going to have a good workout the next day if all those things are in place. But that's not my life daily or anything. I mean, I'm happy when I get those days, but, um, so, but it's really just about being consistent and disciplined and just kind of pushing through in spite of, all the conditions not being perfect and and you know so and maybe my workout program today was actually 45 minutes but maybe i only did 35 minutes because i misjudged the time and i had to go pick up my son from school but at least i did 35 minutes that i wasn't sitting on the couch for those 35 minutes (laughs) right playing social media or whatever you know sitting sedentary at my computer so i think um that would be a second takeaway just be consistent and disciplined no matter what and then um the third thing would be what we talked about before um, j- just don't beat yourself up, you know, when you do fall off the horse with, you know, when it's, it's, you have a bad day, just, just get back up the next day and say, it's okay. I'm human. I'm, I'm not perfect. The, those things will happen. And, you know, that's really helped to keep me sane and helped to keep me going on this journey. Um, just that I, I don't beat myself up, I, you know, of course I, you know, just sort of have to take toll. Like, you know, why didn't I stay on track that day? What was the trigger? And, and begin to identify those triggers of what made me off track. You know, did I break my meal plan because I was stressed out about something or,
1: you know, anything,
0: which a lot of times we reach for, you know, comfort food to, to make us feel better and to, to try to decrease our stress, although that's, you know, not a constructive way to do that. But that's how most of us, you know, have just grown up doing that kind of thing appease ourselves and so it happens it happens and just move on and tomorrow's a new day
1: absolutely i love that so um you know like when we're talking you keep making me think of other things so i hope you don't mind if i come up with some extra questions that were not already (laughs) given to you before this Um, you talked a little bit about triggers so um, I know, like for the most part, we don't want to beat ourselves up when we have triggers. But um, and you also talked about like mindless scrolling on social media, and um, those are two things that really eat up a lot of time, and they they really um, they're like time stealers. Mm-hmm. So um, how what is what is um, have you come up with a creative way to deal with triggers or comfort food like do you have like healthy comfort food
0: um right well uh, yeah i do i i I sort for me though i I do have some but i i sort of try to just uh, like remove the whole food piece and do something else i go for a walk or something like or drink a glass of water you know so so i'm putting something in my body but it's something healthy but i you know i mean things like um honey and apples you know raw honey and apples or celery and peanut butter you know are good like if you need that crunchy or if you need to to snack on something I mean those are sort of healthy go-tos when I sometimes at night I would crave ice cream (laughs) that's not a good thing to be eating on a regular basis when you're on a meal plan um and so but I would substitute that for like Greek yogurt and blueberries you know something like that that's still that creamy right Asian and and, and, but you know you're, you're you're substituting it for something healthy so, I, I mean, it's excellent that you would sort of circle back to the triggers because, you know, I think so many of us form bad habits because things are, you know, there are, something's triggering us to do that. To eat that Snickers bar or to go to the McDonald's drive through or whatever it is for you, go to, star, you know, get that Frappuccino from Starbucks after work because you're so stressed out, and you know you're wasting money and you're like, you know, using up calories in your day that you shouldn't, (laughs) that you shouldn't be. So, um, you know, all of those things um, we have to to say, you know, what's making me go to Starbucks? What's making me eat ice cream at night and, and, you know, really try to do some self-evaluation and, and, you know, if you can, if it's your job, of course you can't eliminate your job. I mean, you know, (laughs) stay at your job and, and, and earn your money, but, you know, you have to identify what at your job may be stressing you out. And can I change that in some way or something, you know, your, your commute um, in traffic. I know that's probably a trigger for a lot of people. It's, it's really tough. So, so I would, yeah, I would just say, if you can substitute it for something healthy, I mean, you know, when chewing gum or, you know, eating some sugar-free, not eating, but having some sugar-free mints or something like that, just, just if you need something in your mouth, in that moment, sugar-free gum, it's good to to like kind of combat the munchies. But, you know, I try to look more toward activity. I mean, honestly, for me, working out is a stress reliever. So I might even work out just to relieve stress. Like not if I worked out earlier in the day, but something happens in the evening and I'm like, okay, I need to do, I need to have an activity. So I may go on a long walk in my neighborhood, or I may just you know put in one of my, my my home workouts that I stream online and just you know do that and even if it's yoga or something just to relax um and just to sort of get my mind in a different place because by the time you do that and just kind of settle settle yourself if it's yoga or even if it's something where you get your heart pumping it's still you're still sort of changing your reference frame and where your mind is in that moment and you can take some deep breaths and just kind of release all that instead of reaching for the ice cream or whatever unhealthy thing you might reach for or Netflix, you know, till 3am or whatever your thing is.
1: I, I totally agree with that. I like the, the grout for some water or do some activity. I found like when I was really deep in my, my stress and like, I don't know if you know my story, but like after my second pregnancy, I gained like 63 pounds. So oh. that time I was more focused on keeping myself emotionally stable. And I really focused a lot more on movement and exercise. So um, instead of, in that case, you know, reacting to my triggers with food, I would, like you said, move myself. Right, right. You know, it changed my my mindset. I got more oxygen to my brain, and I just felt happier. So, yeah. yeah.
0: That's great. And, you know, people would be surprised at just taking some deep breaths, And drinking a glass of water, I mean, can totally like change everything in that moment for you. A lot of people are walking around with headaches and it's because they're dehydrated because they haven't had enough water, you know, in that day. And so it's just really small things that we can do, um, simple, that people take for granted that's like right at our fingertips doesn't cost anything.
1: Yeah. And let's talk about money for a minute too, right? Because you were saying the point about running to the drive-thru or running to the Starbucks. And I'm pretty sure that like one of I know one of the objections I get sometimes when I'm talking to people about my coaching is I can't afford it. So do you ever walk people through the way that they're uh I don't tell them that they're misusing their resources, but how they're investing their money now. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. I mean of
0: course I, I get objections as well, you know, in my coaching business about the investment that it takes, you know, to use the products or to invest in the the company if if, you know if you're thinking about coaching yourself in the business but um So I will you know, usually as politely as I can just sort of have a conversation with them about You know, what what are some of your daily habits in terms of are you eating lunch out every day? Are you do you get Starbucks multiple times during the week? Do you go to the drive-thru? all typically most of those things are going to be associated with First of all, spend overspending and un- unhealthy things. I mean, I don't know that most people are going out seeking like the clean restaurant. You know, that when they eat out. So um, yes, I, I do, and I, and sometimes I just kind of walk through. Well, you know, if if you actually cut your Starbucks budget out for the month or your drive-through budget or your I eat out you know my eating lunch out everyday budget you could actually afford these products you could afford to do this and you are making yourself a priority in this you know it's an investment in your health and in yourself and I just think the investment in health physical mental spiritual health is the best thing that anyone can do for themselves and they're going to be better for themselves and for their and for others for their friends and family and anybody who's around them that's to me that's the most important investment that anyone can do
1: and the other investment you talked about earlier was with the time, the mindless rolling, right? Because there's two yes. things there. You're losing time, and sometimes people are, like, munching, right? Yes. So.
0: That's, that's absolutely right. I mean, yeah, the time it takes to drive to the drive through or, you know, you deviate. Even if it's a deviation on your way home from work, that's still time that you could be going home and starting dinner early. You know, that's a healthy meal. So, Right. There's lots of lots of time stealers out there, too, that don't benefit us at all. So that's just part of taking that inventory to see what can I change in those areas as well.
1: Yeah, I love that. So I've really enjoyed talking to you today and, um, you know, hearing about your story and, you know, what you've been up to. And one thing that comes to mind is um, so you your system that you're using is is the team um beach body coaching system. That's correct. I'm familiar with this because my husband, right? You would think my husband would follow my own system, but you know who <laughs> <I> are. <laughs> He's like, oh you can't help me. I'm like, you're probably right. But I, I see it's it's a really good system and um I like it for people like my husband or you know anyone who's who needs a lot of structure and um, just tell me like when like how how do you approach
0: people about it? right, well, again, I you know mentioned my various social media outlets, and so in terms of like a cold market, for example, I would you know reach that's the way I reach out to people through my social media through just sharing my journey, sharing my story, um, showing how the, you know, the transformation I've had, you know, they can have that for themselves. And really it's, it's a health and fitness transformation, but it's, even, for me, it's even a, like a mental transformation because, you know, when you don't, when you don't feel good about your body or yourself, I mean, you're like hiding behind children in pictures, you're, you know, trying to avoid the camera or, you know, whatever it may be. And, and you're just, even if you can like fake a smile in a picture, it doesn't mean that, that you're happy. And so just, I mean, since I've been, um using Beachbody products and coaching, even I've just gained so much confidence, um, along the way. And every day that just grows and gets stronger and stronger. And so it's really about a transformation of the body and the mind, um, that, and that, that everyone can have. Um, and so I, I you know, anyone, I mean, I think everyone needs to improve their health. I mean, even if you appear slim and you know, you eat relatively healthy, no one's perfect at, at health. So I, I think, um, what I have to offer can, can help anyone. And, and even the products we have actually can, if you are the type of person who's like very skinny and thin, and you've been underweight your whole life, you can actually use these products to help you gain healthy weight, you know, gain healthy muscle, and, and you can still be your healthiest self. I mean, I know that's the case for a lot of men who come into Beachbody may, be you know very thin, very underweight, and they want to like bulk up and get some mass, and just and just be healthier and know how to meal plan and meal prep, and, and just be a healthier person for themselves and their family. And so there's so many different ways you can utilize the products and the programs. Um, and so it's just really not about weight loss; it's about um, building, you know, building a lifestyle of of health uh, for your body and your mind.
1: And I'll have to you know just to piggyback on what you said, like I, um, like I said. My husband would not listen to me, but through joining Team, you know the the Beachbody program, he was doing mostly the exercise, and I think the um, the protein shakes. Right. But he would now open up that conversation with me and say, "You know what? I really shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't eat at this time, and I need to exercise more." And so, like, we could finally have that conversation. Yeah. So you have a spouse, right? that is giving you a hard time about not eating right and exercising, you know, that can improve your relationship, I would say. Right. <laughs> you can start okay. having those conversations and everybody's on the same page, you know?
0: Right. And even in the case of my husband, who's at the moment not, not doing team Body, but since I have started working out regularly now, he works out. I mean, he sort of has his own system and his own way. And he's a former, collegiate athlete. So, you know, I let, I let him stay in his lane of how he needs to, to, to do his own fitness. That's fine for now. Um, so, but, it, but it just has inspired him to, to start working out again. So, so just seeing that and to, to want to eat healthier and not just, it's not like I'm forcing it on him. He's like, okay, how can we change our family's diet and, and you know, just get healthier overall, all of us. And so it's just had a, a great impact on our whole family and so many, different ways and even the people who are you know follow me and sort of watch me on social media whether or not they have you know purchased programs from me or not you know I get so many messages from people say oh you're so inspirational and thank you for sharing this you know you I've gotten back into working out again and so even I'm just happy to do that I'm just happy to encourage you know a a healthy lifestyle for people and that's 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 something that's free you know just just if you follow me on social media you'll get that for free um if you want to actually use the products obviously there is a call for the products but so i enjoy do that and get, doing that and getting the, that positive feedback from people as well
1: yeah and and definitely anyone you should follow Miriam on social media because i've been watching her and like i am a yoga pilates you know dance i'll use my weights privately yeah. But when I saw you signing up for those races, I'm like, you know, why not? So I'm doing for the second year in a row uh, this Interfaith 5K. Oh,
0: great. Yeah, in
1: September. So um, I'm like, what am I doing?
0: It's all your yeah. fault, Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten you. you know, it's funny because I was sort of the races, which I deal, still do from time to time, certain ones throughout the year. I'm not doing as much because I'm, you know, doing more of the, the beach body fitness programs. Um, but When I do do the races, the training is so much easier because my body is so much better conditioned. I don't even have to train the way I used to train for those races because it's kind of like, I mean, a 5K, I can just kind of rip that out just because I'm in shape to do it. You know, do I have to train more for like a 10K or 10 mile or a half marathon or something that takes more time? But yeah, I mean, just, just being, you know, fit to run around with your kids and, you know, run a 5K with your friend at the drop of a hat who asked you at the last minute, but you're ready you're ready to do it you're ready to do it oh it's a great cause i want to support that 5k like, you know it's tomorrow let's let's do it you're ready so you don't you know even if you didn't train for it so but that's great i mean i, I as for me with the races i love getting the t-shirts and the medals i mean it's like <laughs> the gratification you get a little prize at the end so so that's always a lot of fun yeah i love that i love
1: that so um like i said everyone um, please, please follow Mariam on social media. All the links are below this video, or if you're listening on the radio, they're below the, um, the link for the listening. And I really appreciate you speaking to us today and um, and your time. Thank you so much for sharing your story.
0: Well, thank you. It's been my great pleasure, honestly. This, is, this has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And thank you, listeners. For um, tuning in today, again, my name is Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the founder of Workout Around My Day and the Stress Free Sisterhood, helping women, but especially moms, get from chaos to calm through nourishing with wholesome food, energizing with movement, and sweet talking themselves to quiet that negative inner chatter. Have an amazing day
0: you've got to think for yourself think think for yourself and how long has it been since you've had some time to yourself unwind with yourself you can do anything
1: so don't you hide from yourself be kind to yourself and tell Don't amazing so just break free from the hill